0: Hello everyone, my name is Lauren and I'm having coffee and I am in college and today I have a very special guest with me and it is my mother, so can you say hi to the masses mom? <laughs> Hello to the masses. <laughs> So today, we're going to be talking about running, but before we get into it, my mom and I like to go to coffee places together. We did all throughout quarantine, the kind of one, she cheers me up, and two, we just really like coffee. So mom, where did we go today, and what's been your favorite thing you've drank so
1: far? Um, Today, we went to the Java Garage in the West Bottoms, and I, I mixed it up a little bit. I had a mocha which normally I get a latte, but it was really good. And then we went to Cafe... I think it's called Cafe Café. Yeah, it, it is. It's a Vietnamese coffee shop, and I did not have anything to drink there.
0: Yeah, so at the... It's Java Garage, right? Yes, Java Garage. It was <laughs> the first place. Yeah, I shattered them out on my Instagram. I should probably know, but I had a nitro cold brew there. It was good. It was just overly strong, and then I went to... Cafe... Cafe,
1: cafe. Oh, cafe, cafe. Thank you. I think that's how you say it. Yeah,
0: that one I got an Americano, a hot one with oat milk,
1: and that's good. I really like my oat milk a lot. And supposedly at that place they use Vietnamese uh, coffee beans, so... It was really yummy. different. But
0: yeah, we, uh, we tend to go to coffee shops often. Her and I like this place called Revo Cup and
1: Lenexa. It's one of my favorites. Yes, in third space where... What's your favorite drink there, okay, at third space, it is the um mocha foam cold brew is my favorite, and then at Ravo Cup, I really like their seasonal lattes, but um I recently tried their cold brew with a bit of mocha in it, and that might be my new favorite there. ooh.
0: And I just like their cold brew because it's really simple. It's really good. That's kind of my staple. My mom's a little more adventurous than I at coffee shops. <laughs> Sometimes, yep. But uh, yeah, we both enjoy running a lot. My mom is probably more of a runner than I am at this current stage. She runs a lot more than me now. Um, how many miles are you averaging a week?
1: <laughs> um, right now, I've just been hitting... My goal is to hit 20 a week. Um, I like to kick it up a little more in the summer, but right now it's been about 20 yeah she kicks absolute butt you uh did what was your starting pace you had and how much have you improved like when I ran the first half was maybe around 12 minute miles 13 pretty slow um so now I can run in the tens so I can hit the nines I just can't sustain it for too long it starts hurting my glutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to build that dump truck like um, me. I guess so. I need to cross train.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could teach you how to build a dump truck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you hear the coffee machine in the background, uh, none of us are peeing in the house, it just <laughs> sounds like a trickle, but that's what's going on back there, but we're going to be telling some embarrassing stories from running, and do
1: you want me to go first with that? Oh, or- yeah, you start it off, because I'm trying to, to think of an embarrassing running story.
0: Alright, so it was cross-country my senior year, and a lot of these involve bodily functions for me, and, which is kind of embarrassing, I... I've tampered with the idea of sharing these, but my mom said I should. So I trust you. <laughs> Just put yourself out there. Okay. <laughs> that's what you say with dating. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So I ran cross-country in high school, and I'm not going to say I was this stud, right? I was a hard worker. That's why I made varsity. I was not varsity because I was this crazy talent, okay? I had to work very hard because I don't have... I guess the running body, you would say. I have more like a gymnast build. Would you agree with that?
1: Sure. I have more of the 40-ish-year-old mom bod (laughs) instead of a runner bod. (laughs) (laughs) No, you look great.
0: Stop. Um, Everyone thinks you're 20, so don't even lie. Oh, my gosh. It's true. At work, they do. However, so back to my story um, because it's now on me. And (laughs) I was running... The red-white scrimmage, my senior year. It's essentially what you do to decide varsity at the beginning of the season. And so I was getting ready, I was pumped up. I had trained hard. This summer I get started getting into 30 to 35 mile weeks, which is quite a lot for me. And it was after I was coming out of a marathon, so I was faster, I was stronger, I was doing better. And I'm running and all of a sudden I feel the need to piss. And, or, P, I'm sorry, can I cuss a little? Sure. Oh, yay. I See, so you're a cool mom. Um, I'm
1: so, not one of those regular moms.
0: <laughs> you're a cool mom. And, so, I'm going running, and my mom's cheering for me. She's like, yay, Lauren, which sometimes made me cry. I don't know why. I did. But, like, when it hurt me, I was just like, you're not the one running. You don't feel the pain I feel right now. And so... All of a sudden, I yell at my mom like, "I need a pee!" And by the time it's the finish line in the last eight hundred or mile, I was bolting it. Not because I had a lot of motivate. Well, I did have a lot of motivation. I wanted to be on varsity. I'd worked hard all summer to get on there. You were motivated from the pee. Yeah, I was motivated from the pee, and so I come across the finish line and. I always like tend to push myself until I'm passing out almost, but like I, I I'm not really an easy passer outer if that makes sense. And by the end, I need to pee so bad I have to cross my legs right as I finish. And I remember someone asking me, "Lauren, what's wrong?" And I go, "Um, it's nothing. I just need to pee." Well, then a guy asked me, "Hey, what's wrong?" It was a guy on my team, and I look at him. I didn't want to tell this boy that I really needed to pee. But I was dying, and so eventually, I am needing to pee so bad that I know if I uncross my legs, I am going to piss myself in front of the whole cross-country team and their parents. And so, I, my mom, she's right here. She saves the day. She holds my arm, and she's like, we'll do this together. <laughs> and she walks me to the bathroom, which is relatively further that. away. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, trying so hard not to pee myself. And especially, you know, you're eight, you, I was almost 18. That is just too old to pee your pants. So, you know, I cleared it. I can't say we went through spot-free, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, we made it. I was definitely, I remember, like, propping you up along the way and people looking at us and I remember this one mom in particular particular saying, "Are you guys okay?" and I'm like, "Yeah, she's just she's just got to pee." <laughs> but you did look like something was really wrong with you and wrong with your legs because you were walking so bizarre. So, but I pretty much carried you to the bathroom. It was it was good, good times. Good times. It was a
0: bonding moment for us. Oh, yes. Now,
1: what's an embarrassing story for you? Um, well, One of mine would be uh, we went on a new trail, and I usually like to look at the map for the trails ahead of time so I can see where there's uh, bathrooms at, but we didn't know where the bathrooms were on this trail. It was in the middle of Lenexa, and uh, you wanted us to turn around, and I said I didn't want to turn around, and I told you I was going to go pee in the creek because this trail followed a creek, and you... You were, like, horrified that I was going <laughs> to go. Because even though it was a very wooded trail, it was in the middle of the city. And there were houses all around. So I asked you to be the lookout, which you were disgusted at me, by the way. And I remember stepping on a rock. And then the rock had a little moss. And I thought I was going to slide with my bare butt in the creek. But I ended up, it was all good. And then what was funny is when I came out of the creek um then you were like okay be the lookout for me and so then here you are all disgusted but then you were like okay sounds good
0: well I wanted to mark our loss in territory oh yeah we marked it that (laughs) day
1: so it was okay we went in the creek and no one knew and unless people were looking out with binoculars or something I don't know (laughs)
0: yeah well we'd be done for in that case i remember it was like you taught me how to pee on a mountain and how to pee like without getting pee on my legs in nature and it was a real moment of survival skills oh yeah
1: when we were hiking in colorado yeah i showed you it was like you know mama duck baby duck i showed you how to (laughs) pee when hiking there was no bathrooms yeah this is the time we also like peed in the creek wasn't that during quarantine too yeah, that was in quarantine. And I can't remember the name of that trail. We actually haven't gone on it since. I'd like to go back. Yeah, let's do it. Hopefully not have to pee in well, a creek again. We'll make sure we go to the bathroom first. Yeah. We can mark
0: our territory again. Yeah. Yeah. And then my second story is another bodily function story. Um, now, is any... Is it the
1: Pilgrim Pacer? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> we talking? That, about. That's going to be my story, too. Oh, good.
0: We're from the same race, so... My mom and I decided to run... Was the first
1: half marathon we did, the race before that? Right. The, um, the first half we did was the Kansas half. Yeah. And then we were both disappointed with our times. And so then I said, hey, crazy idea. There's the Pilgrim Pacer. And so it was two weeks after we did our first one. And we thought we would try it to see if we could do better.
0: Yes. And, um, oh... This race was painful, first of all, and overall, like, we start out together, and then eventually, like, I go on, and then, you know, we are just, like, dying by the end, because this course was a lot harder than the first one, and I don't know if
1: you just decided to set it up as a sick joke, or if you (sighs) knew. Um, I did not know, but if you remember right, our, um... Uncle and cousin, they were there that day, too. Oh, yeah, they were running the full, right? Yeah, at least Brady was doing the full. That was his first full marathon, I believe. But it was a down and back, down and back. So the first, almost the first two miles were downhill, which meant when we ended the race, that was all uphill. So Mm -hmm. it was hilly, and then the halfway point was hilly, too.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, she killed it, by the way. She always, like, has such a better attitude when running, and I feel like I don't.
1: I'm not on that race.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, we were both a little down on that one. So by the end, I felt fine until the last two miles, I'd say. And the last two miles, there was this stop for runner's goo. And if you don't know about how (laughs) a runner's body works, is you need to be used to the fuel you give it. But I th- remember thinking, well, I'm sure this one time can't affect me that much, right? I mean, runner's goo, it can't be that crazy of an ingredient.
1: But I think you started taking it around the halfway point. Oh, I did? I th- I think so. I think you took the goo around the halfway point. But then, then remember, it's Pilgrim Pacer. So then you had the pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're
0: taking me back. <laughs> and so... I'm running and everything's fine. I'm like, yay, I'm finishing the race. My uncle comes up behind me. He's like, Lauren, you're not going to let me beat you, are you? And it was in the last quarter mile. I'm like, you're going down, Uncle Gene. And so I go in that last quarter mile and I can't remember. I think I slightly beat my time. It wasn't anything significant. I maybe beat it by like 15 minutes. Well, I guess that is significant. It's
1: pretty good. Yeah, I think you beat it by quite a bit.
0: And then at the end, I'm like, you know, I deserve a treat. After I had runners' goo, which I was not used to for my uh, mid race fuel, and I see pumpkin pie, and your girl loves pumpkin pie so much, and so I go at the little table and I take a bite of
1: pumpkin pie, and all of a sudden my stomach drops, <laughs> and so <laughs> um, you should just never trust a fart when you're running. Anyways, that's just the, the rule. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're doing a half. You should just never trust that.
0: So, I, I think I fart, and then I feel something <laughs> extra. <laughs> and I shit myself. <laughs> and I remember going, were you there at the time yet, or were you still? No, I would still have
1: my own problems at the end of that race.
0: Oh, well, yeah, you're about ready right to discuss those. I remember telling Dad, hey, I don't know what to do. I think I just shit myself, (laughs) (laughs) and delivery exactly like that, and I remember he first left, and then, I don't, I think I got new pants, like, he, there was
1: somehow we had other pants. I think we took extra clothes to change into afterwards, so we wouldn't go home in sweaty clothes. Yeah, Yeah. you're smart, um, and so, yeah,
0: I pooped myself when I was 14, and this is terrible to
1: share on the internet, but who cares, Right? Got to be candid and relatable. If another runner can learn from your mistakes, you know, you have done something good today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You should not have pumpkin pie at the end of a race or take goo. Exactly. Don't take goo. It's just
0: disgusting, first of all. Uh, Bagels or bananas are the way to go. What's your story from
1: Pilgrim Pacer? Um, So, I also wanted to beat my time. I was sad about my time the two weeks prior. So I thought I could do better, but about halfway, I started feeling weird, and after the halfway point, I started running, even off course, to every porta potty I started feeling, like, um, just this horrible need to go pee, but every time I went, um, I couldn't go, and then I would run off course, because I would think I saw a... A porta potty or a bathroom and it would either be locked or I couldn't get in it and it was it was horrible and I kept feeling like I was going to pee myself. And I remember thinking how bad I wanted my time to be better and then there was really an older woman. Like she probably had twenty years on me and didn't <laughs> even have like like normal legs. Like there was something wrong with her legs. Like she had these brace things on her legs and she's beating me because I'm keep stopping at every bathroom. I think I see. Um, I just remember at that race going up the last hill and that's where your dad was uh, cheering for us. And I remember, um, uncle Gene passing me and um, saying that he would be, you know, up there with you. And, um, that last hill, your dad saw me and I had started to walk And he shouted, you know, don't walk now, you know, don't give in, you know, you've come so far. (laughs) He's trying to be all motivational, and I just burst into tears and started crying. I remember telling him, I'm like, there's something, I shouted at him, there's something wrong with my insides. And it was this horrible pain. And she's also
0: got crazy high pain tolerance, so I rarely have seen you cry ever like you just don't cry often and even in pain so keep that in mind So when
1: he saw me start crying he knew something was wrong but I ended up I did start running again and I ran up that last hill and he kind of ran me in and I remember running through the chute and they I was looking for them to give me my medal and they did not give me the medal and I guess at that race they mailed him to you which was so disappointing, because I thought, give me my freaking medal, <laughs> and your dad, um, he, you know, shouted at me, he says, they're mailing the medals, you don't actually get it here, and I went straight from the finish line to the bathroom, and I remember sitting in there in the bathroom, with the porta-potties, and I think as I was going in, you were coming out, and we did that, like, you would come out of the bathrooms, I'd go in the bathrooms, and we kept going in and out of these Horta potties. your dad was like we're never going to leave but what happened to me is that i didn't take in enough uh water and apparently um you can have not enough liquid in your bladder to where your bladder collapses so basically my my bladder collapsed on that race and the pain i was feeling where the sides of my bladder like a deflated balloon <clears throat> smacking each other and so um, that gave me the sensation that i had to go to the bathroom but i really didn't have to go to the bathroom it was just the feeling that i did and it hurt so that that was my horrible running start but it was embarrassing because we kept going i kept going in all the all of the porta potties along the race anything like that Do you like want pumpkin bathroom, pie? <laughs> yeah i do not eat the pumpkin pie. I just remember being like in a little ball in the car on the way home and thinking, oh my God, is he going to have to take me to the hospital? Because I'd never felt that way uh, before. But apparently it's a thing that happens to to runners. And it's actually happened to me since then, but not as, as bad. So I just make sure that my bladder is not completely empty before I go for a run. And after experiencing all that, why do you stick with it? Um, sometimes I say I hate running, but that's not really true. I like Mm -hmm. it. And it's a, um, kind of a, a release for me. It's just, I zone out and, uh, decompress, I like to say. And so if I don't get out there, um, I do miss it. And I just really like running and it's, it is always a thing to see. Can I go farther? Can I go, um, a little bit faster or push myself? I haven't been able to work on speed lately because of you know a hamstring injury but I'm still chugging along and it's really
0: impressive Just it's like inside I don't know how you run inside because after I trained for my marathon my junior year I can't run inside anymore like it's very hard i have to do a mile on the treadmill a mile outside, alternate it if I'm going to the gym to
1: do my cardio I can't I can't do the little track like you do it very much so impresses I me I can do the indoor track I can't really do the treadmills i'm just not a treadmill runner but i do like running inside um at the at the track
0: yeah i love i don't know it's a nice facility where we go but um, especially like with me, I'm probably not as into running currently. I plan on kind of, I took a big break because I had this hamstring injury, of course, my senior year cross country. I overtrained in the summer for my body too fast, at... especially I didn't give my body enough time to recover after running a marathon, and that was the stupidest decision. I started off strong and then I wrecked my body to where I wouldn't run it as well so i've been very into weight training i plan on doing a marathon sometime
1: again i would love to get you to do a marathon i know you could do it a half is enough i like i like the half the half is a challenge and it kind of i don't know it's just always a challenge i hope to to run a half again in the fall so last fall i couldn't do the covid Mm -hmm. and but really with injury i wouldn't have been able to do it anyways
0: you're gonna crush your pastimes i feel like now you've just got a lot faster
1: i hope so i want to do the kansas half again just to see if i can improve it i think i can um but i wouldn't mind doing the oz one again that's where you did the the full marathon it was a really nice course for the half
0: it was hilly for the marathon they were like it's a flat fun fast course oh that's such a lie yeah yours was hillier Mm -hmm. than, than mine was i think I cried at the last part of it, but, I mean, your body, it's like your brain just kind of turns off. I didn't experience that as much in a half, but, like, although it still, pro- it does happen, um, but your marathon, it's like, woo, I don't even know what trip I'm on, because I haven't taken drugs, guys, so I can't explain to you what that's
1: like, but it probably now some it, type of trip. It is like you're so... Um physically spent that you can't even think and you just need someone to think for you so that happened with my first marathon I had a pacer an older woman and well you were there on that one Mm -hmm. and um without her I wouldn't have made it in and she hollered at me at mile 12 I didn't even realize she was really talking to me but um she just would say run to here walk to here and you know we're gonna go this pace or pick up your leg so you just kind of need somebody to tell you that and I know that happened with you in the marathon, mm-hmm. too. So, But the pacers are awesome, and that was one thing. With the pilgrim pacer, I think that messed us up a little bit, is they really didn't have pacers there. You were just supposed to find people that ran your pace. So whereas the mm-hmm. other marathons we did, they had pacers with signs, and you knew where your group was.
0: And at the time, it wasn't like we were necessarily new runners but new to that distance and like the first couple times I think you run a half you're trying to figure out how fast should I run this not can I but should for health I think because depending on who you are if you're like a competitive runner obviously you want to go until
1: like what's her name the Paula lady the lady who poops herself and and keeps running yeah Yeah. she's a marathon Olympian yeah
0: yeah And, and we're just I'm not gonna poop myself voluntarily and only keep running accidentally yeah only active. accidentally yeah <laughs> but uh, thank you that was very sweet of you mm-hmm. um
1: I would yeah. say if you're doing a half marathon you just have to be sure that you're taking in calories and I didn't mm-hmm. realize how important that was the first time and after that I f- fueled myself better after those first two races And you know, sometimes you just get the perfect weather and everything, and it all it all works out. But Mm -hmm. definitely, um, for me, it's I like to have tailwind in my water. I know we think the name of that's pretty funny, but just sounds like a fart. It's tailwind, Tailwind, but I swear by it. And then I eat stingers, so Mm -hmm. they're little chewy things. I don't do the goo. The 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 goo disgusting. Me out, yeah.
0: Ugh, I. You know how I would imagine would take the goo? I feel like Jake at home would be a goo person or, like, you know, other studs from high school that I know. Like, I'm thinking of several names. I don't know if they would want me to shout their names. on. I mean, I don't see why
1: they would be, like, that would be weird. The cook kid. Yeah. He would probably take the goo. He's probably used to it.
0: Yeah, you know, wherever I see him, wherever I work, I'm like, hey, there's the dude. And I kind of get a little starstruck every time. I'm like, that's the fast runner saying hi to me.
1: See, I don't remember my my fast runners. It's been so long ago.
0: Yeah, it, Well, I just remember every single one because I remember a little freshman, me, sees this man running at 16 minute 5K, and I just I felt like a loser compared to him. I was like, I swear I just have an injury. I just want you to think that I'm a good runner. And so, I mean, not that I was running for validation, but it's like I just want to prove I can be okay at this.
1: Okay, if you're doing... Funny runner stories. I I love the porta potty story. You really wanna throw me under the bus and have me tell it? <laughs> yeah, just don't tell his name. Okay. Um out of
0: respect, I will not be telling this boy's name. So there's this boy on my team who him and I didn't really talk often you know it was just kind of the cordial you've got this there wasn't bad blood or anything like both both I think thought the other was like a cool kind of person right thought highly but we just didn't cross paths often enough to be like besties you know and also boys have cooties so at the time it's like oh that's a boy and you know being friends with those is scary so that that was kind of how that goes but I remember it was before league, and this was the race I PR'd at, by the way, my junior year. um, My junior year PR, of course. And I remember I really needed to pee because as a runner, you have the nervous pees before you go in the race. Everyone does it. It's not weird. And I remember just sitting there, you know, with my two friends Heather and Catherine, and then I didn't realize that he had went into the porta-potties as well in the line, but he didn't lock his door. Okay, this man did not lock the door in the porta potty, and um, so I remember opening the door. I didn't pay attention to who was in front of me because I'm having a conversation, and I see this boy on my team, and we both look at each other and go, "Ah, <laughs> it's scream time I slam the door
1: <laughs> and then I start laughing and then crying a little. And I think a whole other team like some other boys saw you and they thought it was really funny because you screamed uh-huh. and then the kid in the porta potty screamed. And- yeah and then I start laughing
0: because this team is laughing at me. I make eye contact with them and I'm laughing about this for probably 20 minutes straight and I still think of it to this day and I remember I couldn't look this kid in the eye for about a while, <laughs> him too. But now I can, you know, smile and wave at him if I see him in public now. So that's the good thing. Is there's been a lot of growth there. Um, friends from
1: porta potties. So that's how we go. Por- porta potties on your run are a good thing. We're potty besties. Yeah. Potty yeah. party. <laughs>
0: And now we're going to go into some scientific facts about running, and I'll have a dialogue with you about each of them. We can kind of go over them a little quick, but I figured these would be some things that you would be able to talk about, right? So there's this article from CNN. It's about weird and unexpected side effects of running. Quote oh, Is it runner's belly? How did you know? I just had a feeling. <laughs> Dr. Jason Karp, an exercise physiologist. Uh, phys- can you pronounce the word for me? I'm struggling physiologist physiologist But thank you I can't I swear to god I can read I just can't speak today it's like I'm running off of low sleep and I'm like Whoa, blah, blah blah so thank you And he's an author based in San Diego. And he says, bathroom trouble is a hot topic for runners. It's a real concern, Karp said, when you're running in a public place with no bathrooms or bushes in sight and you have to poop, what do you do? Having to use the bathroom mid-run, particularly to defecate, is a problem that plagues runners much more than, say, cyclists or swimmers. When you're running, there's a lot of up and down movement going on. And this jostling motion can kickstart muscle contractions in the intestines, moving whatever we had for dinner last night out of our systems.
1: I would definitely say runner, uh, running speeds things up, and I have experienced runner's belly. There's been many a close call. Yeah. Oh, man. I've, after a lot of runs, you'll tell me, oh, Lord,
0: I had the runner's belly. It's kind of like our little secret code that brings us together as runners. And I've had this conversation with several other people. I don't want to say, you know, oh, so-and-so, because maybe they wouldn't feel comfortable admitting that they get the poop
1: feeling. Um, but just so you know... Um, it's real, and it's scary when it comes on, and I have thought that if there's a small child in front of me on my way to the bathroom, I'm gonna knock him over, (laughs) and bring him to the side so I can get to the bathroom, (laughs) because it's a serious deal.
0: (laughs) It's like, it's okay, and socially acceptable if you poop your pants, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's this, this vlog post from Matt Myron. it's seven strange side effects of running a lot. So, quote, flashing spots in your vision, color changes, and forgetfulness can all be linked to intense endurance efforts. This can be caused by dehydration, physical stress, and lack of glucose in the bloodstream. Since glucose is your brain's fuel, a lack of it can cause your mind to play tricks on you and make it hard to remember things that shouldn't be all that difficult. So have you experienced something similar to that?
1: yeah and it goes along with what we were saying when you were towards the end of your marathon and you couldn't think straight and me even in my half marathons um and that's why you take like i take those stingers they have uh, glucose in them so it helps see i remember my senior year when you get a phone call hey your daughter's
0: uh passing out we've got her in the tub it was like i was uh, being baptized or something
1: and i have about passed out before too but mine has usually gone along with heat uh, as well Mm -hmm. so I don't know if mine was necessarily the glucose thing or if it was uh, I was maybe running when it was too hot
0: probably heat or probably both to be honest you need so much fuel for that Mm -hmm. and now on to the third little fun fact do you want to read it
1: I'm going to say no because my glasses aren't on.
0: All right. I've got you. So because you're old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm sorry. That was mean. I love you. Um, This is from the same article, by the way. But quote, the kidneys may suffer as a result of running a marathon. Yale researchers have shown that immediately after the run, upwards of 80% of marathon participants showed some form of mild to moderate insult to kidney function, also known as stage one acute kidney disease. Gradual exercise generally does not cause acute renal failure. Only strenuous exercise coupled with not paying attention to water supplementation during exercise can easily lead to kidney injury, even acute renal, fa- renal failure. Huh? So, I don't I probably like I know I felt not great after my marathon and like I needed water. My mistake was probably more food related than water, but yeah, that's kind of interesting to me that you can uh, hurt your kidneys after a marathon. Um
1: I believe it and there's times where after I run long distances, I'll just feel kind of weird and it probably has to do with that.
0: Mm-hmm. There.
1: But I remember reading something about this before, too, and it is something that I think most people recover from. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's not like your kidneys will never recover again, but they do take a lot of, from the jostling around, the running up and down, and not taking in that water. That's, I always run with water now. I know you don't, but mm-hmm. I always make sure I have water, and I usually research where I can get more water along the way. Mm-hmm.
0: You're a lot better about planning that than I am. Uh, the
1: bathrooms and the water. That's what yeah. I, I want to know about. That's your talent. It is.
0: And now there are some questions from the masses for you to answer. So this is, first one is from Emily Crowley. Um, of course, you know who that is. Oh, we yeah. love her. But she wanted to ask, what gives you the motivation to run?
1: Um, it's, just, it's just a thing I like to do, and I always want to see if I can do a little better and... Uh, just improve that that's my exercise that I do so I'm I'm not a weightlifter like you I'm just a runner and yeah I do feel good I feel better after I go out there so that would motivate me to keep doing it
0: and I would say for me personally um I I basically the same as my mom is I like seeing if I can do better but also I'm just very competitive with myself and with others maybe to a little like toxic point I would say but like for example, I wanted to I wanted to not just run a marathon in my lifetime. I wanted to do it when I was like, you know, the restrictions would allow me to. Because there's a certain age that if you're too young, you can't run it. And right when I turned 17, I believe that was when this race would let you. Right. And so I did. And that, that was maybe not my best decision looking back, but it was a decision I'd made. That's right. Um, question number three is, what is the worst run you've ever ran?
1: Um, probably that pilgrim pacer where I, where my bladder collapsed, but I've just had some bad run days. Just sometimes Mm -hmm. you just go out and you struggle to go very far. And then other days it's just awesome. You feel like you could have ran, you know, more miles. So just, it's hard to pick one, Mm -hmm. but just had yucky run days or where I've fallen, you got injured, and, you know, obviously those are bad run days. Oh, yes. For me, I would say it was when we ran
0: our home course my senior year, I was about ready to run a PR. I was running fast, and then I'm running up this hill, and I stepped funny, and then I fell down, and I tore my hamstring. So the last 800, I remember, like, wobbling in, and that was painful, and that was the point to when that wrecked my senior season. I'm only a little bitter about that. I think just the print, the training, ah, moves, words are so difficult. The training program of speed rather than miles isn't great for me, and that's kind of what our school did. And my coach is a wonderful coach. That just program did not work for me, I don't think. I think each runner is different. So that was a great time. but thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and I'm sure that I'll have you again so before we go what is your favorite coffee shop and what's your favorite drink of all time before we leave just so you can leave the listeners more
1: informed um well I really like. it's about a tie between um Revo Cup and Third Space because I like the mocha foam cold brew at Third Space that's my favorite drink right now but then about a week ago I had the cold brew with mocha syrup in it at um rabo cup and man that was a really good so those are probably Mm -hmm. my top two favorites but today I really liked the java garage so that was that was fun Mm -hmm. they're a little further away so I probably can't go there as often but yep that's my favorite
0: so you met the woman who got me into coffee, who let me, you know, get it from starring at Starbucks Frappuccinos to now going together. It's been kind of our thing that got us through quarantine and as well as running together, too. Again, she's better at running distances than me, so if you ever see my mom in public,
1: just tell her good job because she's freaking kicking booty. Oh, and I thought of something. uh uh-huh. um, Even though we love coffee, you really shouldn't have coffee right before you run you'll have some of those problems that we talked about. Enjoy your coffee after you go for a run. Oh, yeah, that's very good advice, too. It's very important advice, yeah. So
0: you've heard it from my mother, and my name is Lauren, and I'm in college, and we had coffee today. I'm not drinking it, but she was, so it'll count but thank you so much for listening and be sure to follow you know my instagram at laurenl5876 or my fitness one lauren underscore lifting or my tiktok cold brew lauren do you want to plug anything of yours Nah, yeah, i'm
1: good uh, not one to <laughs>
0: plug your social media that's okay but your inst actually that's probably good you post some embarrassing things of me true Yeah, so we'll keep that a secret. But thank you so much for joining me, Mom. I love you. Love you too. And goodbye, everyone.